podcasting from St. Louis, Missouri. This is Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison, your information and inspiration hub for all things health, wellness, and functional medicine. Your host, Dr. Allison DeBario-Goggin, has been practicing functional medicine for over 11 years. She is passionate about finding root causes and solutions for gut health, hormone balance, anxiety, and autoimmune conditions. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. Today we are talking about seasonal affective disorder, what it is, what leads up to it, how to take care of yourself over the next few months and really for the rest of your life to manage your, maybe it's seasonal depression or anxiety, low mood, fatigue, all of these things, what it relates to so you can feel good all year round. If we haven't met yet, I'm Dr. Allison DeBardo-Goggin. I'm a functional medicine physician and a doTERRA wellness advocate, and I help people overcome chronic health issues so they can feel like themselves again. So let's dive into what is seasonal affective disorder. You might see it as SAD or SAD, and it's a really common thing that happens to people during the winter months. I would say starting from maybe about now, we're at the end of October, it's getting dark outside, lasting through the winter season till the sun starts poking out, it gets a little bit warmer again. And it includes symptoms like having a hard time falling asleep, difficulty waking up in the morning, might feel really low energy or fatigued. A lot of times we have an increased appetite, but usually for junk food, like sweets and carbs, all the good stuff, you might find that you are gaining weight during this time. Your concentration might be poor. You might have more difficulty with memory, especially short-term memory, things with numbers, trying to do data entry, all that stuff. Tendency to isolate, meaning you want to be alone and rather be laying in bed with your coffee, watching Netflix and leaving the house. And your mood might be low, whether it's just lower than usual, you might have full depression, anxiety, and you just don't feel like yourself. So what causes seasonal affective disorder? Now, there's a lot of different reasons for this. Um, Most people jump right to lack of sunlight, especially for those who are in more northern areas. And like, there's a certain latitude above the equator where in the winter, even if the sun is shining, it's not strong enough for skin to absorb and use to make vitamin D. And of course, low vitamin D. Now, Spoiler alert, taking vitamin D isn't going to cure your seasonal affective disorder. It might help, but it's not curative because it's not the only cause at all. And low vitamin D does impact your mood, your immune system, all of that things, but we have to figure out why it's low as well. Now, shorter days mean there's more melatonin and less serotonin. If you remember, we're going to talk about this a lot today. Um, We make serotonin. And serotonin gets transformed into melatonin to help us sleep. So a lot of times, if you have more melatonin, you're going to be sleepier, you're going to be more tired. We are supposed to have this circadian rhythm throughout the day. And if that's not matching up with the seasons or how it's supposed to be working on a 24-hour schedule, you will have more fatigue. You will be more tired. You might find yourself more depressed because your serotonin is getting lower and lower because you're making more and more melatonin. Now, of course, you might just have low serotonin to begin with. and That's not helping the situation either. The other thing that leads up to seasonal affective disorder, I think my personal opinion is the holidays, right? So we have 
Halloween and candy and parties and then Thanksgiving and holiday times and New Year's. And we have increased sugar, increased carbs, increased snacks, all of these things that wreck our blood sugar balance, increase alcohol, which can lead to lower serotonin and issues with dopamine toxins. And this leads to poor neurotransmitter health, depression, gut issues, and gut dysfunction. And on top of that, we have stress from the holidays, whether it's financial, family, we have grief and loss, because this is a time where we really find that we're missing the people that we love. And we also have issues with boundaries with friends, family, and work, um, issues with abuse and trauma and overwhelm. And when those things aren't managed and supported in the way they need to be managed, that also affects us. And then, of course, our immune system takes a hit because of the stress, the sugar, uh, viral load, mold in your home. We're spending more time indoors. We're getting less fresh air. We're even exercising less because it's cold and we want to sit at home and there's, we're too busy to take care of ourselves. So there's a lot of major things to look at with seasonal affective. Now, what can help? Now, I would start with the number one thing, in my opinion, which is watch yourself with sugar this season. Keeping a healthy blood sugar balance throughout the day and not overeating is key. So let's go back to the serotonin conversation. All of our neurotransmitters start with protein and insulin. And we need that healthy blood sugar balance and healthy levels of insulin for protein to be broken down put together and then brought up to the brain. And then the brain uses that protein and all of those enzymes to make serotonin, dopamine, GABA, steocholine, all of these amazing neurotransmitters that keep us happy and healthy. We also need iron and zinc and magnesium and B vitamins. So when we start with looking at blood sugar, it's about eating consistently throughout the day, getting enough protein and fat in your body. So breakfast needs to be balanced with proteins and fats. Every Actually, every meal does, but don't forget breakfast. Most people are skipping breakfast or they're having a carb, like waking up, having coffee, creamer, and a muffin or a banana or a piece of fruit. There's just so much sugar. And then they're tired for the rest of the day. They're cranky. They can't focus. They don't feel good. And two o'clock, they want to take a nap. So make sure that your breakfast has protein in it and healthy fat, ideally, right? Now, with this, this does not mean you're never allowed to eat candy. You're not allowed to have your pumpkin pie. You better not have a Christmas cookie. What it means is in moderation. And it means that you are focusing on bringing healthier foods, more protein-based foods into your diet on a daily basis and supporting yourself by limiting the amount of carbs and junk and fun stuff that we're eating, right? Um, because if you don't have that protein and you don't have that blood sugar balance, you're not going to make enough serotonin and then you're not going to make enough melatonin. So when I have people who have significant anxiety, significant insomnia, this is where we start. This is the easiest place to start Honestly, it usually fixes it because we're able to make serotonin in a healthy way. Blood sugar is balanced. You don't have that hangry feeling. You're not tired. Your body's energized. It's using food the way it's meant to be. So food is king. Blood sugar is king. Now, leading into that, kind of from last week as well, with the conversation around antacids and stomach health, 
you're taking an antacid, you're not going to be breaking down proteins enough or really any of your food because you're blocking that enzymes and hydrochloric acid from breaking down your food. And then you're not going to have enough protein to be able to make these neurotransmitters and build your body and feel good and rebuild muscle and support your muscle, like all of these things. Proteins, protein is for everything. It's not just muscle. So you definitely need to add in zinc, magnesium, all of the B vitamins, especially B6, B12, and folic acid. One, to support your stomach. Two, to support digestion. Three, to support neurotransmitters. Four, immune health. Okay, so this all all breaks them together. Um, So taking an antacid or having poor digestion in general, whether it's reflux or bloating or Crohn's or IBS, that you need a lot more support than your average everyday person would. So let's go into more specific things for seasonal effective. I really actually like bright light therapy as well. You can get a light box and use that ideally in the morning for about 10 to 30 minutes. I put mine in my bathroom. So that way I wake up, go into the bathroom, turn it on. You can go to the bathroom, take a shower, brush your teeth, do your hair, makeup, all of your morning routine and have that light on. It's a great time in the morning because you're activating your cortisol awakening response. It's going to help support your circadian rhythm. So you get better sleep at night. You're going to have more energy throughout the day. And this is not a, oh, I use the light box once I should be cured. No, it's something that you're going to have to do every single day um, throughout the winter months, as soon as it starts getting darker in the mornings. And especially if you're up before the sun, this is important to do in the morning. So turn on that light box, turn on your diffuser with something like wild orange, peppermint, or spearmint. You like citrus and mint are really great for motivating, waking you up, oxygenating your body. So that way you're going to feel better in the morning, more energized, especially if you're hitting snooze constantly all the time. This is, this is a great morning thing to do. Another great option is to use a dawn and dusk simulator, and you can find those as an alarm clock. So say you set your alarm for 6.30 in the morning, the light will start getting brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. And that way you kind of wake up naturally with that bright light on and the same with going to sleep because our brains are so triggered by light that we have honestly messed up so much as humans because we now have electricity. We can have light whenever we want to. So we're getting way too much light at night, meaning if the sun goes down at like five o'clock, six o'clock, but we have lights on till midnight because we're still eating dinner. We're getting work done. We're reading, we're watching TV. We're doing homework with the kids. And then we're looking at our phones and now it's midnight. Our brain is like, oh, the lights, the sun's still up and it's midnight. How strange. And it keeps us up. So that dust simulator will help. The other things that will help is turn on the blue light blocker on your screens, get an app to help with that, especially on your laptops. You can wear blue light blocking glasses can be helpful and use lamps that are more eye level or below eye level. That overhead lighting is also a trick for our brain where it's like, oh, the sun is up. So try and use things like salt lamps or lower level lighting to help simulate that nighttime, but still have your lights on so you can live your life. Now, the thing that I noticed that helped me the most, because I struggle with this, I struggle with seasonal uh, depression. So 
um, I get to experiment with myself. And last year I started with the infrared sauna at the float spot that I go to and it helps so much. It was such a game changer for my winter that one, I think the heat was great because I need a lot of heat to stay alive and functioning and having that ability to go and just be really warm was really helpful. On top of, of course, there's the infrared light and the red lights and all of those amazing things for our body and our brain to stimulate neurotransmitters and cellular support, mitochondrial support, everything that we need. So I think an infrared sauna is a really, really great tool to have, whether you have one in your home or you go somewhere and um, go there at least once a week. More would be ideal, but at least once a week. Then let's talk about supplements real quick. Um, Serotonin support is going to be really important. Now, the warning with this is that if you're taking an antidepressant or a medication that increases the serotonin in your synapses, so um, SSRIs, tricyclic antidepressants, sometimes even lithium or valium, you need to be extremely aware of what you're taking. Honestly, in my opinion, I do not think that you should be taking natural or herbal serotonin support if you're taking an antidepressant because you're increasing that serotonin and you can cause a serotonin syndrome where you have shaking and memory issues and it's actually really damaging for your brain. So if you're taking an antidepressant, all initially you need to be very aware of serotonin syndrome. You need to be very careful with the supplements that you take. Now I've done a ton of research on this um, and I've talked with a lot of other functional medicine physicians and I can't get a straight answer. Some say, oh, of course, I give 5-HTP to all of my patients, even if they're taking antidepressants. And other ones are like, oh my gosh, no, absolutely not. It's not worth the risk. So work with someone that you trust. Make sure that you're open and honest with your prescribing physician about any supplements that you're taking because someone needs to be able to support you and watch you and make sure that you're, you're doing okay because these medications are necessary, but they're also very powerful. And your brain can change based off of supplements and lifestyle. So, all right. So serotonin support, if you're not taking an antidepressant, would include things like 5-HTP, tryptophan, iron, magnesium, and zinc. And I love using um, the serotonin support from Apex Energetics because it comes all in one bottle. You don't have to take five different supplements. They also have a spray. So for my kids or my pediatric patients, I have them use the neurotransmitter spray um, because they can't swallow pills and it has worked wonders. It's an amazing change in their body. Now, vitamin D, of course, I'm going to recommend you can take up to about 10,000 international units um, per day is what the research is showing now safely. Ideally, I like to use a patch or a liquid because it is more absorbable from the body. I have my patients get tested in the spring and the fall for their vitamin D. And then of course, anytime we run a panel, just to make sure everything's working well. I like to test in the spring because you've just come out of winter. The sun's not working yet. How did your body do throughout the winter? And then I like to test in the fall because it's, all right, well, how did your body do in the summer? Are you absorbing vitamin D? Are you using it naturally? What's going on? And it gives us a really good picture. So 
the other thing that we have to look at is if your vitamin D is chronically low, despite taking supplements, which is pretty much, I see very, very commonly, it could be due to a magnesium deficiency. It also can be due to thyroid health and cellular issues and then gut health. So that's why I like taking these patches or doing the liquids because it can bypass some of those things, but you still need to watch magnesium levels and make sure you're getting your thyroid checked. Omega supplements are also supportive for the brain. So I like to double or triple up on those during the winter time because I need all of the brain support is good. Um, and those are healthy fats. So it's going to support your nerves, your brain, and your hormones. And it's just a great, easy thing to do. Now, eating more protein and fat, we already talked about reducing sugar and carbs. So make sure that you're getting protein at every meal, ideally at least one gram per pound. So if you weigh, 200 pounds, you want to get your protein up pretty high, um, around 200 grams to make sure that your body is getting enough. Exercise and movement are really important in the winter because of everything, right? Immune system, brain support, um, all of these things for exercise does for our body and our brain. Now you don't have to start a new regimen, but I would like you to at least be doing 20 minutes of something every day where your heart rate gets up and it could be walking, it could be dancing, it could be yoga, um, but you also need that cardiovascular exercise to support your brain health and your immune system. You could go for a walk, even though it's really cold, getting that fresh air is going to be really, really important for you. And then weightlifting is also really important for your bones, your muscles, your joints, and it's also protective for your hormones as well. So exercise is a great thing to do for seasonal effective. And the other thing I'd like to talk about is creating a fun ritual at night, because for us, our family in the summer, we like to go for walks after dinner and ride our bikes, or we play games, we're doing something. And in the winter, the sun goes down and we kind of all isolate and we go to our rooms and it's like, we're all alone. So what can you do for yourself, with your friends, with your family, something that engages you that can become a fun ritual or something to look forward to during your week. And maybe Mondays, board night games, Tuesdays is exercise days, Wednesdays, I mean, you could do whatever you want, but something that brings a little bit of light, a little bit of life back into your evening. So you're not stuck in that cycle where the sun goes down, we're binging on treats and alcohol, and we're just sitting around not taking care of ourselves. And we're falling to that depression uh, zone that we want to get out of. Okay. With essential oils, Copaiba, of course, is my go-to two drops under the tongue every single day. Same with frankincense to support the brain, healthy neurotransmitter functions. The adaptive supplements from doTERRA are fantastic because it has the GABA in there, so it's nice and calming. And then, of course, the essential oil blend adaptive is great for calming the brain, calming the nervous system. My other go-to, of course, is balance and serenity blends from them as well for just all around emotional support and calming as well. And then the last thing I'd recommend, not the last thing, the second to last thing I'm going to recommend is just staying away from alcohol or minimizing it because alcohol does have a depressant effect that can last three to five days in your brain. So while it might be supportive in the moment, the days after 
is going to be causing a problem. So then you might be dealing with hangovers and then you drink more because you're just more stressed out and it does become a vicious cycle. So the last thing that I would recommend would be talking to a therapist, a counselor, someone who's supportive for you to help you manage this time of year. There is nothing wrong or shameful with needing medication to get you through with needing to talk to somebody about your stress. What was the third or fourth thing on my list was holidays are stressful. This is a stressful time of year, financially, emotionally, physically. There's so much more going on than you don't have enough serotonin and there's not enough daylight. There's a lot of factors at play and having someone to talk to walk you through this time of year get that support and coping mechanisms to guide you during this time. It's going to be so much more supportive, honestly. And then taking your supplements, eating, exercise, taking care of yourself comes honestly after that, because you're not going to have the mental state and the physical capacity to take care of yourself until you feel good enough to take care of yourself, if that makes sense. So, um, And the reason we're talking about this now and not in January is so you can start to get these protocols in place. So for me, it's usually like the end of January, over it, done with winter. We still have like two more months of cold, maybe even three. So taking care of ourselves now, putting these things into place now is going to just solidify a healthy, happy routine for January, February, March, April, and help you make sure that you're taking care of yourself and getting what you need. So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you found this helpful. Let me know if you have any questions. And as always, you can schedule a free health assessment with me. We take 30 minutes, talk about what's going on with you, brainstorm on some options to help you move forward and get you the care that you need. Make sure you like and subscribe and stay tuned for our next week's videos. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison. If you would like personalized care and testing, you can schedule a free introductory consult with Dr. Allison online at Little Black Bag Medicine or message us on Facebook at Little Black Bag Medicine. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week.